The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. And I forgot to turn off the music. (laughs) This is what happens when things are very rushed in the morning and your guest is not on and you're wondering what's going on, uh, that you're going to have to start pulling up things that you're going to talk about. Sorry about that. That is my fault. Uh, I'm coming to you live here from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Thursday. Now, <clears throat> if and before I get to the formalities, if you have read the title, and I've kind of, yeah, <laughs> I'm a one-man band here, really. I'm running the whole show here. So if anything goes bad, it's my fault. Um, my guest is, is not on yet. Uh, I've texted the guy that we set this up with. Um, we've got everything open and, um, I, he's just not showing online. I don't know why that is. And I have no other way to contact. So he may show up during this time or somebody may have given him the wrong time. And he shows up right as we end the show, which if he does, then we will just hold over from Red State, and people will have to join us on Facebook or YouTube, and we'll do it then. Uh, so that's how things are going to go this morning. If you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, go to SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, you can scroll down right there on the right, and that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio right there. And um, you can also watch the video feed of the radio show on our Twitter account, FPPTim, FPPTim on Twitter. Go to Facebook at Bradley Dean SOL, Bradley Dean SOL. Of course, if you're if my, if you're my friend, uh, yes, I do, BJ. I love live radio. And uh, by the way, good morning to all our friends in the chat rooms um, that we have on there as well. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. B Dean Sons of Liberty. You can check us out on BeforeIt'sNews.com. Our friend Michael Roach has put us up there every weekday morning at six a.m. And every weekday afternoon at 6 a.m. And on Saturdays, you can catch Bradley there at 3 p.m. Eastern time for two hours as well. Then finally, we're on DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, The Sons of Liberty. And we appreciate all you guys from DLive and uh, YouTube and Facebook. And before it's news, all you guys joining us, we really appreciate that very much. Finally, you can catch us on Spreely Gab, MeWe Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty or Sons of Liberty Media. Now, this morning we had already put out 
I'd already been promoting. We were going to have Alan Keys on. So here's the thing. If Alan pops in in the middle of the show, we'll bring him on. If he pops in at the end of the show, we'll just extend it uh, for the time he'll give us uh, for that, and we'll pick up from there. So this is kind of like, what was it, Tuesday morning? Tuesday morning, yes. We we normally have Victor. Uh, We set up a guest for there at about three minutes before the show begins. Um, My guest is sick. So unable, we just kind of jumped into some stuff, okay? (laughs) So that's kind of what we're going to do today. We're going to stay on the topic, though, that we have here, and that is liberty and tyranny in what's going on in America. So this is going to be a lot of ad lib. I haven't uh, really put a lot of, you know, I put thought into it, obviously, uh, things that we've, that I've written on, things that I have edited and put out as a result And I'm just going to take a few of these things. Now, one of these things I talked about last night in a Facebook Live piece. And, uh, yes, for those who joined me for that, um, Zane is now blocked. (laughs) Oh, what a character. They they can talk big around the uh, behind the keyboard, but when you give them the phone number to call in, uh, which, by the way, I could just turn that on, but uh, I'm not going to do it today. Um, You could just call in. They won't do it. They just won't do it. And I would be respectful of them uh, as long as they're bringing a challenge to what I'm what I'm saying. One of the things that uh, I'm bringing out is if you haven't seen the news, this this was um, out yesterday. And it's this issue now that stimulus checks. Okay, we're not talking about when this thing was passed. It's unconstitutional to be passed by the House It's unconstitutional to be passed by the Senate. It was unconstitutional for a president to sign it. Okay. I'll try to remember that, Steve, if, if, if Alan comes on, I'll ask the question. My, by the way, let me say good morning to some of the people who are in the chat. Jonathan and Brian and Steve and Constitution, Constitutional Conservative Party, um, Chuck and Cece and, oh, there's a lot of you guys in there. Stacy B and Don and Catherine, and those are the ones that I see have have written some stuff. And uh, I know there's some others who are there, too. A lot of people watching. Andrea, thank you for joining us this morning as well. One of the things that I pointed out was, one, it's unconstitutional on its surface. Now, we've talked about this before. And I've already done a show. If you haven't seen it, it's called, Oh, You're Just a Never Trumper, or something like that. And I've addressed why I'm critical of the president. I'm critical of every president. I'm critical of... Republicans and Democrats in Congress, <laughs> independents, I don't care who you are. Why? Because you're there to do a job. As long as you're doing that job, everything's fine, right? The minute you don't do your job, the minute you violate the law, because this job is not like, oh, I don't I don't know, pick your thing, whether it's flipping hamburgers, digging ditches, writing or keeping up with websites, um, a maid in a house or whatever. You're fine as long as you know, you do your job. The minute you start stop doing your job or you start doing it sloppy, sloppily, what happens? Well, you get corrected for that. You get re- reprimanded for that. And if you don't correct yourself, what happens? You get fired, right? This is something the people of this country need to understand who are calling for term limits and constitutional amendments for term limits. Your term limits don't do anything except change the people out from the same district's elected by the same people who put those guys in. Okay? 
Some of you say, oh, term limits would be great. We'd get rid of Nancy Pelosi and we'd get rid of, you know, if it's on the Republican side, we get rid of Mitch McConnell and or people like Paul Ryan who are in there and stuff like this. Well, here's the here's the thing. The same districts that elected those guys are going to elect somebody just like them in term limits. Plus, it infringes upon your liberty to keep somebody in there who actually does a good job like Representative Thomas Massey. Do you see the point? You have term limits at every election. The question is, is the electorate wise enough, informed enough to make good decisions in who they elect to represent them? And that's the real key here. The difference of liberty and tyranny. I believe it was Thomas Jefferson who said you cannot expect to be ignorant and free. And it's true. In fact, we know that from Scripture. Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And specifically, it's about the law, right? It's specifically about the law, about, about the law, excuse me. One of the things that I brought up last night uh, in my Facebook Live, and I wrote on it yesterday, was this idea that even though this, what's called the stimulus, it's not really a stimulus, it's <clears throat> It's a temporary shot of adrenaline into the economy. And when I say temporary, it is very, very temporary. Okay? Government created the problem that we're in right now. Government did. Not China. Not COVID-19. Our government created it. They created the, the situation we're in. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not blaming them for what they claim is a virus, which we... If you are listening to the Sons of Liberty, you know the truth. This whole thing is a hoax to fleece the people to the tune of, I don't know, I was counting it up this morning, and it was about, uh, it was a little over $8 trillion total. Okay? Well, I thought the stimulus bill was only 2.2. It was. But then you add what came before it a couple of weeks before that, $1.5 trillion. That's going on your backs, too, straight to Wall Street to prop up that economy, to make it look good, right? That big bubble that's going to burst, it's eventually going to burst. I know people don't believe that. Oh, you're gloom and doomed, Tim. No, I'm very optimistic. But I ain't optimistic about unjust weights and measures and lies that we're being told either. I'm optimistic because there's a king on the throne, right? And if America goes down the toilet, that's not going to stop what the king is doing in the world. He's just judging the nations, being who he always has, and how he has told people, this is how I deal with nations in history. There's no denying how God deals with nations in history. In fact, we've, we've dealt with this before. When I had my pastor on and we talked about John Calvin's famous statement, when God wants to judge a nation, he gives them wicked rulers. Now, sometimes those wicked rulers just have their mask off. They're open Marxist in our country. And sometimes they come across as good guys. If you've ever done Bradley's test for who would you elect as president, you would find out that you would probably elect somebody like Adolf Hitler because he was squeaky clean and he didn't drink and he was nice to children and he loved his country and all of this other stuff. Okay? Do his, you, ought to, you ought to do the test one time. <laughs> Uh, as to who you're going to pick. 
And tomorrow, by the way, we're going to touch on that uh, with my friend Gordon Runyon, the author of Resistance to Tyrants. We're going to touch on some of that as to how that applies both in the civil sphere and in the church. Uh, Those who are in positions of authority, how we deal with them and how we should be electing them according to their character. Now, with that said, let me get to the thing I was talking about before, because this is a form of tyranny. Okay? Using your money to campaign. President Trump demands and gets his name on stimulus checks. Let me say it again. In case you didn't get the news yesterday, President Donald Trump wanted, first he wanted to sign the checks. He wanted his signature, not that he was going to sit there and do it. You know how they do it. They stamp it and all. He wanted his signature on the check itself. Now, he's not authorized to do that. So they decided to put his name in the memo line. I want you to stop and think about something for just a moment. Everybody listening to me, if you think I'm making a big deal about this, I want you to just to stop for a second. Let's say the usurper, the guy who was a clearly a criminal, shouldn't have been in the White House, he should have already been hung up on the stairs, uh, you know, that, that what is it, short, short rope and a, and a long drop kind of deal for his tyranny and for his, for his treason, Barack Hussein Obama, Sator Sabarka. Had he done this, let me ask you something. Those of you who are defending Trump in this, how, what would have been your response? I know what your response would have been. You would have said, this is ridiculous. This guy is taking something that's already, un- well, you, you should have said it's unconstitutional. You might have been happy to get your little $1,200 check. You would have said, this guy is using this for his political campaign. Every one of you would have. You know you would have. Don't even try to tell me you wouldn't. And yet, when it comes to Donald Trump, here's what we hear from the conservatives. Oh, this is, he's really sticking it to the, the Democrats. They don't like this. You know, it, you, look at your, you look at the loss of your liberties. You look at the tyranny that's facing you square in the eyes, and you justify it because of the guy's political jersey. And I know it because I've seen it. I could take you to one of my Facebook pages that I run, uh, another site for my kids. I had, I had it for my kids so they could earn some money. And I had a comment on this, this article here that I carried over there as well. Using your money to campaign, Trump demands and gets his name on stimulus checks. That's the name of it. You can read that at sonslibertymedia.com. This person said, I might change my direct deposit for this and get a check just so I have one. Anybody got a problem with that? F-O, and you can figure out what that is. And I just simply wrote, a Dollar Tree kind of works like that. The guy wanted to respond, clarify your comment. Does anybody not understand what I just said? The fact that this guy would have to ask that, that he wants a check with Donald Trump's signature on it, a check that's going to be compounded with 600% interest at this point, a check that the debt is going to be not only be borne by him, but by all of you listening to me, 
He wants to somehow worship that signature on there because the state and Donnie has become his God. Now, I'm going to tell you, when I saw the idolatry of the Obama supporters, when I saw that, and this was several years ago, and some of it came right out of, right across the line here when they had a, a big event over here in Charlotte, North Carolina. When I saw that idolatry, I just kind of looked and I said, what in the world? But, you know, some of it was from the same screwballs that I've seen do this stuff before. So it wasn't completely shocking. Now, some of the things that happened were they put uh, Obama sort of like he's hanging on the cross. You remember that painting that was there? Uh, you remember when, uh, and again, we're, we're talking about a screwball here, uh, Louis Farrakhan talking about he's the Messiah and to listen to him and all of that. It was disturbing to actually hear somebody say it, but you un at least understood who it was coming from. Now it's coming from people who claim to be Christian, conservative, constitutionalists. That's very disturbing to me. Very, very disturbing. Because in the end, you're having people who say with their mouth, express with it, and maybe within their lives, I don't know, that they are Christian, conservative, constitutionalist. And you ask them, what do you conserve? And they go, well, uh, I support the Republican Party. Go Trump 2020. That's, that's their response. Or they hold to the things in their life that you hold to. But when it comes to the political arena, it's, we got to vote the lesser of two evils. Well, good luck with that. You've been doing that for how long? And your daddies have been doing that for how long? And you're still voting evil. It's kind of like, do I want the devil full body? Do I want, do I want the stout devil? Or do I want the pale <laughs> you know, do I want the pale L devil? Do I want the, the light version of the devil? What, what are we doing here? Well, you know, that's just the way our system works. Well, you should hate that system because if you love that system and you enjoy that system, John tells us that you have become a friend to the world and made yourself the enemy of God. Now, if that stings, this is what John is getting at. Do you love the world and the things in it? Do you like that system? Well, no, I don't like the way things are going. Well, then quit participating in it or at least change your view and support the things you actually believe in. Well, I want to get somebody as close as I can. All right. Then you judge them by their character, not by what they just tell you. You, you look at both because what they say should match who they are and what they do. Anyway, let me get to this one, and then I'm going to jump to a couple of other things, okay? <laughs> Chuck says his phone died right after I said his name. I, I, trust me, I don't have the power to kick you off Facebook, <laughs> but uh, that's kind of funny. All right, so here's here, here was the story yesterday. This comes out of CBS. President Donald Trump's name will appear on the memo line of the printed stimulus checks that will soon go out to millions of Americans about 80 million people are expected to receive the federal funds this week via direct deposit. But many who haven't provided their banking details to the IRS 
and are in line are in line to get a check in the mail. I threw an and in there and I apologize for that. And Mr. Trump's name won't delay the issuance of the checks, a Treasury spokesman or spokeswoman told CBS Money Watch. Similar uh, similar stimulus payments made under George W. Bush and Barack Obama didn't bear the former president's name. No, of course they didn't. If I'm telling you, if either one of these guys or G.W. Bush's daddy or Bill Clinton had done this, then the people would have lost their minds. Well, not under George W. Bush, because those who call themselves Christian and constitutionalists and all this other, you guys, many of you guys, not the people who listen to Sons of Radio, <laughs> Sons of Liberty Radio, many of you guys would have supported him because George W. Bush could do no wrong in many quote-unquote, conservatives' minds. Not all, but in many in many conservative minds. All right? So it marks the first time a president's name will appear on a disbursement from the IRS, according to the Washington Post. And I get it. It's the Washington Post, CIA, Ty, Jeff Bezos, all that stuff. I get it. It doesn't mean that they're not telling you the truth on occasion. <laughs> okay? They are. And this is... Um, confirmed in multiple reports that the Treasury Department has said this is what's going to happen. Now, to be fair, um, it's not going to delay any stimulus checks. In fact, I've been looking in some chats. Some people have already gotten their stimulus check. Okay? Just thank your neighbors for that. They and their children will be working that off for you, along with yourself. You're on the chain gang, all of us together. I told you this came a long time ago. Abraham Lincoln did not free a single slave. He made everyone a slave. He started us down this road, okay? And yet he's held as some kind of great president. (sighs) Wish people would learn their history. So let's be clear on this. This is what I said. Trump signed unconstitutional legislation passed by Congress. He is now using the money he is sending to people in the U.S. as a means of political campaigning by putting his name on it. Make no mistake about it. And then you're going to be taxed for it. You're going to be taxed for it. Now, let me give you let me give you one one thing here. Um, And I'm going to see if I can pull it up because this comes to mind uh, about um, sort of what I'm, I'm saying And for the viewing audience, I want to bring it up and just kind of put this out there. Because if you remember, um, I was covering a story for about the past year, okay? And there is, um, and in that story, what we had was, I I was covering the story of Deanna Williams. And that was who we was going to have on Tuesday, and she wasn't feeling well. Uh, to give us an update on that. It's down in Lee County, Florida. There is a criminal sheriff there. Despite what FDLE is trying to whitewash and cover up, there's plenty of documentation, despite they say, oh, there's nothing to hear that we can investigate, blah, 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 and they give us all that stuff. And there's still another investigation, and my friend, former sheriff down there, uh, but he's up in Tennessee now, Rod Shope, is continuing to go after the governor's office over this because he smells a cover-up too. The documentation is so plentiful and so clear that this guy's committing a crime, which is tyranny. He impersonated a police officer 
for 16 years in the state of Florida. Now he's the top cop in Lee County. He presents himself as he's clean and nice and he loves people and doggies and all this other stuff. Let me show you this. This is what this this check thing is like. This is Carmine Marcino. He is a criminal wearing a police uniform. See how he does this little stuff here? Yeah, and he, he's got a bunch of stripes on the side of his arm, too. Those are supposed to be one for every three years of service in the sheriff's office that he's in. He's got about almost 20 years worth on his arm, like 18 years. Okay? Why am I saying that? All right, look at this. Let me give you the pictures. This is off of News Press. This is a propaganda outlet. I can tell you that right now. See this little sticker here? For those who are watching, for those who are not watching, obviously you can't see this. But what happened was it was the first time that a sheriff put the sheriff's symbol and his name signed on it on gas pumps. Okay? It's not part of his job to do, just like it's not part of his job to um, do the deal with... uh, Uh, The dog thing that he's doing down there, whatever it is, deputy dogs or something stupid that he's doing down there. So he puts this on gas pumps. Now, who's going to go to the gas pump? Well, pretty much anybody that has a car down there, right? And these are all in Lee County. This is a means of political campaigning. We also got reference uh, to Marcino that his sheriff's deputies were pulling people over who were speeding and other traffic violations and letting them off saying, we're going to let you off with a warning, compliments of Sheriff Carmine Mercino. Now, folks, I was born on a day, and it wasn't yesterday. That is using your political office, your position of authority, to campaign. Okay? That's what it is. What is going on here with this stimulus check? is using your position of authority to campaign on the people's dime. Not only are you going to take on the debt, not only are you going to take on the interest from that little check that you're going to get, while all of the government buddies, and we've covered the Kennedy Center getting, what was it, $25 million, and all of those people tied to the Kennedy Center. That's right, Melania Trump, Michelle Obama, Rose Carter, uh, Hillary Clinton, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, what's the other guy, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy, among others. And there's a whole list of them. You can go to uh, sonsoflibertymedia.com, search for Kennedy Center, and you'll see the list right off their website. And there's more. There's all kinds of entities that are getting money at your expense through this administration. You go, why are you blaming Trump? The Democrats pushed it through. Don't you know? Don't you know they hate Trump? Yes, I know they claim to hate Trump, but they're happy that he pushes through during constitutional legislation. And by the way, I might remind you, Democrats are not in control of the Senate. They might be in control of the House, but they're not in control of the Senate. And again... All you have to do to see who Donald Trump is, is pay attention to what he did to Thomas Massey. Again, I hope we can have Thomas Massey on next. But, of course, his is going to be a pre-record. Anyway, the point is, is this. 
this is being this is um going on here okay i've got a i've got a question here so um and by the way timothy i'm tim too and i'm not bradley but uh one of the things that i'm being asked here and i've got to move my microphone out of the way so i can read it uh is he wants to ask a question about uh, idolatry are you eligible for a check and if you were would you take it i suspect that you're not eligible i have to say that it doesn't bother me to accept it the way i look at this the federal government has basically been robbing me for years to spend money on things i do not agree with this money essentially giving me back the money they took from me so you can get off your high horse there are people all over who are suffering from this unprecedented situation that we've been thrust into by the leftist communist hype i believe our president is doing his best to mitigate the economic danger of given of a given situation i believe our president is well aware of the hype personally i thank god for this check because i needed to get through this i would be willing to bet if you needed and receive one you would be giving getting get i think he means getting your getting off your high horse rant right now. Okay, let me let me speak to something, Timothy. The problem is not what you just said. It's been thrust into by the leftist communist hype. No, it's been thrust into by the people of the United States. It's been thrust into it by you and by me and everybody else. I've always said the problem is look in the mirror. You're justifying what you're doing there. Now, I agree with you. You've been paying money into it. You shouldn't have been paying that money. But the problem is the president's not doing his best. He continually trolls out the people that ought, that people like yourself probably go after, like Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks. Oh, we need to get rid of these people. Donald Trump, you're begging him, please. Why are you begging him to? Donald Trump, these people are people you brought in. What are you doing? Why do you keep pulling these people out if you really disagree with them? He's the guy over the executive branch. Our Constitution only mentions him out of all the people in the executive branch. It's only him. I'm not on a high horse. I'm pointing to the law. The reason that you divert this and try to make it okay is because you're not pointing to the law. You're not pointing to the law. And the law is the thing that makes something, it determines whether something is straight or crooked. It's the plumb line, as we read about in Amos. God had put up with the crimes, and that's what sin is. First John tells us that sin is transgression of the law. He had put up with the crimes of the people against his law so long. And he tells his prophet, See this plumb line? I'm hanging it up here. Does the Do the people look straight to you? No, they don't. No, they don't. Ricky has hit it on the head. We allow it to happen. It's the blood money of our country. Good comments, Ricky. We are the government. We the people. This is the issue. I'm not trying to point the finger at a political party. Because both parties are engaged in this. One with the mask off and the other in their impotent complicity. Listen to Donald Trump when he tells you when he has the power to do certain things and he doesn't do it, but he uses it politically to point his finger at the other party. Why? So you'll vote for him in November. Don't tell me this guy doesn't know politics. He does know politics. He's just doing it a little different 
than other people in the past. Do I think he speaks his mind? Yeah, sure, I do. A lot of things he says, yep, good, that are good. Yep, absolutely. Have there been things good in the past? I've said this before. Yes. A lot of that got, a lot of the good that he did got chucked under uh, the bus with USMCA. So I'm going to give you, this is just one of the issues. Here's what Nancy Pelosi says, and you can you can understand. I don't think Nancy Pelosi has had one good thing to say about Donald Trump. And you go, well, you're you're a Trump hater. You're a never Trump hater, whatever. Um, you can go back and read any of my stuff. My record stands for itself. Where Donald Trump has done good constitutional things, I've stood behind him in that. And I've reported on it. Okay? In fact, the owner of Red State Talk Radio, Scott Adams, can tell you that when I gave criticism, he says, what do you like? Well, one of the things I like was, at least from what we can understand the reports, he's dealt with pedophile rings more than any other president. Now, whether he's given a small fish in that or not is yet to be seen. I, I don't know. But I know he's dealt with a lot more arrests in that arena. And, he, and I, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Great. And there are other things that we can point to, too, the backing off of EPA regulations and stuff like that. But then as soon as you come into the USMCA, you can chuck all that EPA stuff right out the window because now you're going to have another body that's instituted who's going to be determining all those things between USA, Mexico, and Canada. Okay? But people are too stupid to go read the law, actually the treaty, that was put into effect that you're told is going to be all about jobs when even by its own definition, it's only getting less than 200,000 jobs. The selling of your American sovereignty is going to get less than 200,000 jobs. And government doesn't create that, by the way. Okay? Everybody knows government doesn't create jobs, and if it does, it's sucking off the economy because it doesn't produce something. But here's Nancy Pelosi on this whole check thing, okay? And you're expecting this. Delaying direct, to payment, de- delaying direct payments to vulnerable families just to print his name on the check is another shameful example of President Trump's ca- catastrophic failure to treat this crisis with the urgency it demands. Okay, a couple of things. Let me just go at Pelosi here. One, according to what we're told here, there's no delay. There's no delay in the checks. Some people already have their checks, I, at least from what, if I can... Uh, base it on people who've been to my Facebook page and in some of the other things that I've been in, that's been the case, okay? So there's no delay in the checks. Nancy's just lying like she always does, right? Her her claim of catastrophic failure to treat this crisis with the urgency it demands. How is it a catastrophic crisis, when these self-professed medical experts, one of them, Dr. Burks, who doesn't even have her medical license now, she's not even practicing medicine, get on television and tell you that they are basically taking, if they can even think that somebody is COVID-19 positive, we're gonna, and they die, they could, they could have broken every limb in their body every bone in their body, had all their teeth knocked out, their eyes punched out, and then if they test positive for COVID-19, we're going to write COVID-19 on their death certificate. What in the world? She has told the people that. I wish I'd have brought that video up. Um, She's told people that. We're doing this. 
She says, some countries aren't doing it, but we're doing it. Well, I know they're doing it in the UK. And so how does that work, folks? How does that work? The lies that come. This is a manufactured crisis. Listen to Dr. Shiva. Listen to Dr. Kaufman. Listen to Nurse Kate. They're telling you have, you have no way of passing a virus to another person unless you inject them with it. Stop listening to the lies of the politicians who constantly lie to you and the media that constantly lies to you. Stop listening to them. This is ridiculous. It's like me saying that you can turn green because you eat broccoli. It's just silly. And it's because people haven't been taught. Look, I wasn't taught. And what is explained to me, it made far more sense than this stuff of I cough and I'm within six feet of somebody. They're going to get my virus that my body produces. It's just ridiculous. It really is. But no checks are being, as far as I know, being delayed. And by the way, if you're justifying it, again, then you're justifying socialism. Yes, you may have paid in the system. Let me explain that real quickly. There are a lot of conservatives, constitutionalists, Christians. Back in the time of FDR, remember things were very tough, right? Let me give you for instance here. The Bible tells us that we're to take care of our own widows, right? In Timothy, talks about us doing it, not throwing it off on the church, right? That we're to take care of them. And it says, especially members of our own family, if we don't take care of them, we're worse than an infidel and have denied the faith. Now, that's what Paul writes under inspiration of the Holy Spirit. What happened in America when things got really tough? The elderly of our society were suffering and struggling. Normally, people would go take care of those family members. Why? Because they love them. But what did they allow to happen? They allowed Big Brother to come in with Social Security, and at the time it was called socialism, which it is to this day. And people didn't pay attention to what was going on. I want to ask you something. When those Social Security checks started going out, how many people who got those first checks paid into that system? How many people paid into that system? Pretty much none of them. They just started getting a check. And then that goes on to the next generation. And so the next generation comes up. They've been paying for the generation before them, and they start getting checks. And you know who's paying for that? The generation behind them. And then those guys move forward, and it just becomes this you know, snowball effect because your population grows. So you have more checks going out. You obviously have more people working. But you're doing that kind of a thing. You're, you're constantly rolling the ball down the hill. It's building bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is why you have all this talk about Social Security and this, that, and the other. Social Security is socialism. You say, I paid into it. Yes, so do socialists. <laughs> I, I paid into it too. For years I've paid into it. Well, then you know, and you're going to give all kinds of excuses to get it off of you to say no more. 
And the issue is that we have to accept that responsibility to put an end to it. Put an end to it. Same thing with these checks. The checks are still going to have the signature of a bureau, the fiscal service official, an unelected bureaucrat. Trump's name will be in the memo line under a line identifying the check as an economic impact payment. But you can rest assured he's doing the same thing that Carmine Mercino was doing down there in Lee County, Florida. That's going to go out, paid with your your tax dollars, those of you who pay them. It's going to go out with yours. That's going to pay for the stamp, the envelope, the paper it's printed on, the ink. It's going to it's going to pay for not only the money that you're getting, but also the interest that's going to be compounded on that. It's going to be debt on your back. So you can talk to me about relief all you want to. That relief is going to be very, very temporary. That debt is going to be very, very long term. Past your lifetime. This is what you don't understand. So go ahead and justify it if that's what you want to do. If you haven't learned Economics 101, this is how it works. I'm not even the brightest bulb in the room, the sharpest knife in the drawer. And I can see that. This is not hard to understand. The problem in this has been the people. We have stood down when we should have stood up. And I'm guaranteeing you there are some people out there that you continue to follow that Q PSYOP and you have been standing down believing something else is going on behind the scenes and maybe some of that is going on. I don't know. But I can tell you this, you look at what's going on on the front and it doesn't, it doesn't match. It doesn't match. It doesn't match. Now, there's some other people who went and... Um, you know, some of these guys, obviously, the narcissism has been uh, always been gross. Now it will delay millions of families from receiving money. Okay, so this is Hans Oppen, um, and uh, obviously, it's not delaying any payments. That's not the issue. Um, narcissism, yeah, that can probably fall in there. Uh, and then we do this uh, silly stuff with Alyssa Milano, uh, who I just think is just silly. I think she's a silly woman, um, and anybody who does what she's done for um, her popularity, try to, I guess, keep her 15 minutes of fame uh, from whenever she, what was that little show she was on when she was a little girl? Who's the boss or something like that? I forget what it was. Um, She's trying to keep that up or whatever the show was that she did where she was a witch kind of thing. She's just trying to stay out there. And the more she does, the uglier she becomes. I mean, just really just an ugly woman, just a really ugly woman. Anyway, not here to talk about any of those guys. Those are the usual bunch who are going to play, you know, the political game of of doing that. In the same respect, we have people across the country who are finally getting fed up with it, who are saying, no more, no more. Michigan, yesterday, massive protests began against a tyrannical governor Gretchen Whitmer. And uh, boy, there was a lot of stuff that came out of that. There was a um, uh, Fox 2 from Detroit. A conservative group upset with the Michigan governor's restrictive shelter-in-place order are protesting Governor Gretchen Whitmer's stay-home order in Lansing on Wednesday. The Michigan Conservative Coalition 
is holding Operation Gridlock in Lansing today. That was yesterday. Hundreds, perhaps thousands. Uh, you know what? It's kind of funny about that, isn't it? I'm thinking there was probably tens of thousands, kind of like there was at Lobby Day this year in Virginia. Hundreds, perhaps thousands. Oh, there were definitely thousands of people drove into Lansing and have surrounded the Michigan Capitol building to create a traffic jam, traffic jam, a symbolic gesture of disagreement with Gretchen Whitmer's stay safe, stay home directive. We're all concerned for those afflicted with COVID-19, which is a very small number, to be honest with you folks. I don't think we're that concerned over people with the flu, which probably have multiple numbers more than who have COVID-19. Yes, many of the personal behaviors we have been reminded to use are good practices. Wash your hands, cover your cough. Stay home if you're sick. Read a note on the MCC's website. Or read a note, excuse me. That said, Michiganders, boy, that one's a little difficult for me to say, are fed up. And it's not just Michigan. It's uh, North Carolina. It's Alabama. I see several states starting their own pages to set up protests. So this is happening across the country. Michigan is just one of those who's kind of come out there. Uh, North Carolina has done it to it. And uh, their, their agents of the state have stepped forward and have decided that they're going to arrest people. And they're going to fine people for violating stay-at-home, you know, social distancing, all this other crap that isn't a law. And the governor doesn't have, he has zero squat authority to be imposing it. Okay? But the people are starting to stand up, and they're seeing that. Now, here's the thing. And let me give you a couple of these. uh, Some of them are not showing up here uh, with what's going on. But there is, you know, just a, you can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com and you can pick up the, um, the article there and you can see some of the videos, some of the pictures of the cars. I mean, uh, let me see if I can get uh, this report here. This is uh, from Fox 2. Uh, let me just play this real quickly and then we'll pick back up if it'll come Lansing, up. protests underway against the governor's stay-home order. Yeah, those protests were scheduled to start at noon, Amy, but we see lots and lots of cars already circling around the Capitol. Uh, Our Fox 2's Charlie Langton is there to tell us what's going on. Charlie. Well, I'll tell you what, this uh, protest called Operation Gridlock was supposed to start here at the state capitol at noon. But we were here about 9 o'clock, and I'll tell you, this thing was going on strong. So let me just tell you, show you how big this is. This is Capitol Avenue right in front of the, uh, in front of the Michigan Capitol. But take a look there, all the way down, as far as the eyes can see. Jeff, turn around this way. This is Michigan Avenue. And you can see all of the cars so far away. I'll tell you what, why don't we just go over here? We might as well go this way. Talk about gridlock and loud. The, the substance of this protest, knocking out of the street, is that they don't like, many people here do not like Governor Gretchen Whitmer's executive orders. In particular, the ones that say they cannot work. Also, they're not happy about not being able to landscape, go boating. And you can see from the signs around here, a lot of, yes, a lot of supporters here impeach Whitmer, a lot of Trump signs, a lot of uh, people from around, I've met people from all over the state here. Now, 
It was supposed to start at noon. What time is it? It hasn't even officially begun yet. But for what you can see here, these people are not going to be leaving anytime soon. So, uh, as you all right, so yeah, you can take a look at it. again. Uh, this is also put on by the conservative coalition. Not a lot of fans of the governor here. Again, they're posting pretty much, pretty much the um, uh, the executive orders. Now we talked to one person that is organizing this event, Anthony DiMaggio. Here's what he said. The Constitution gives us the right to make the choice. It is not for governors to make decisions about what we're supposed to do and keep us locked in and sequestered in our homes. All right, so again, you can see people here with their flags, their loudspeakers, there's music, flags, signs, and again, this is one of the largest rallies that I've seen in Lansing in a very, very long time. Operation Gridlock, you can see it is gridlock in front of the state capitol. I'll throw it back to you guys in the studio. Okay, so you get the idea. There's a, there was a lot of people out. It wasn't supposed to start till noon. And here these people are. Uh, they're out there um, protesting and doing what they're doing. I think that's a good thing. Our founding fathers did what they could do in protest and addressing their grievances against those who were in authority. They did recognize God had put them in authority. And they were using, the, they were using means just like this when they met and everything else to address their grievances. Now, here's the thing. One, the, the, I want to address two things that were in that little piece. The one guy said the Constitution gives us the right. No, it doesn't. It protects the rights we already have to go to work, to provide for our families, to make wise decisions about our health, and informed, I might say, too. Okay. The Constitution gives us rights, doesn't give us rights. It protects those rights that we already have. So let's, let's get that clear. It doesn't do that. These are acknowledged not only in our Declaration of Independence, they're acknowledged in the Bible. Um, some people say, oh, you know, well, there's no rights in the Bible. Well, Paul says, don't we have the right to marry? What's he, occur what's he referring to? Right is simply a liberty or authority that we have. It's a liberty or authority that we have. And as people, we have the right to marry a member of the opposite sex. Let me put it that way, because, boy, today with today's definitions messed up. You do not have the right to marry somebody of the same sex. I'm not going to get off on that because I only have a few minutes. But we have that. Here's the question I have for these people. I'm glad that you're protesting their executive orders. It's time to go beyond that, though. Go back to work. If you've got a small business, start opening it. You know, build a coalition of small businesses in your area and say, we're going to come to work armed. And we're going to be standing against the state that wants to tell us and infringe on our rights and take away from us our livelihood, the means to provide for our families, and impose their tyrannical executive orders, which I'm pretty sure Michigan doesn't allow their governor to do what she's done either in their constitution. You see how this works? You protest, but then you do what's right. 
you don't just protest and have a good time out there and you're, you're shouting the things of the governor. Then you go practice what you're protesting against. You practice it. Start opening up those businesses. Start going back to work. Start. Uh, we had Ben McClintock, McClintock from Defending Utah. Start going. It looks pretty cold there and rainy and snowy and everything. So I don't. I don't. Maybe you could do a picnic somewhere. I don't know. Find a place and go have a picnic, a barbecue. That'll work because it's nice and warm, right? Do those kinds of things. Start gathering together with each other. Not to do something criminal, but just to build a community there. Start doing those things. If you build that kind of stuff up, folks, what are they going to do if there's a bunch of you? They're going to get their riot gear on. They're going to do this, that, and the other. Well, I'm just going to tell you, okay? This is why there's a Second Amendment. And I mean that in the defensive measure. I am not advocating for the murder of anybody. I am not advocating for you know, civil unrest. I'm not advocating for burning things down or any of that stuff. What I do advocate for is if you're attacked unlawfully by agents of the state who wear police uniforms, who will not uphold the law, but are upholding illegal, tyrannical executive orders, and they threaten you with harm, you may respond defensively, defensively, okay? That's the key word. So don't anybody take any words out of my mouth and make them something I'm not saying. But there has to be something that goes beyond the mere protest, and that is your actions. Go do, go live your life. Quit wearing those stupid masks. They don't, they don't save you from anything. They really don't. People in China have been wearing those masks for years, Remember the whole SARS thing and uh, sarin gas and all this stuff? And you'll see them constantly. They're, they got these masks on. It's like, well, why are, why are we told that so many of your people are dying? You guys have the mask on. What's the big deal? Right? I'll tell you what I think. I don't think it has a squat to do with coronavirus. I think it has everything to do with new technology that's being rolled out. Yeah, I know you're going to say I, ha- I was going to make my tenfold hat uh, for Lynn yesterday when we were on yesterday, but I'm not going to do that. In any case, we're down and um, uh, we got to get out of here. So thank you for joining us. I appreciate you, you guys, and your support. And sorry Alan wasn't on. I don't know what happened there, but uh, we'll find out. We'll see if we can get him back later. Hope you guys have a great day. See ya.